morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Nikipedia. It's like Wikipedia, but instead it's just me. I'm your host, Nikki, and this is episode one, the one about communication. Alright, let's get to it. When we talk about communication, the first thing that comes to mind is the different languages. How to say hello, kumusta, buenas, bonjour. Or perhaps we think of the different ways we communicate, as in writing, gesturing, speaking. Maybe we tend to compare traditional and modern means, especially with the current digital age and social media platforms taking over. But first, let's agree on the definition of communication. It is a systemic process by which people interact through verbal and nonverbal cues to create and interpret meaning. It can happen in a linear, one-way manner transactional, where you're simultaneously the sender and receiver and the process is fluid, or interactive, which involves feedback and basically you take turns sending and receiving messages. It can happen between you and yourself, friend, spouse, a group with shared goals, even an audience, and across cultures as well as through media. What's interesting is we never really don't communicate. As mentioned earlier, it manifests in verbal and nonverbal cues, meaning in our inaction, we still convey a message. As Edward Hall says, it is the hidden dimension of communication, and to miss its nuances takes a significant amount of the message away from us, because in our nonverbal cues, we are more genuine and candid. It can be intentional as well as unintentional, so the message sent isn't always the message received. Picture this, you're in a cafe and you're reading a book in solitude. Even though at that moment, you don't plan or intend on sending a message, the people around you will form an expression on who you are. They might think you're an introvert or someone clouded in mystery. Other factors leading to mismatch are linguistic inadequacy or pragmatic factors. Now that we've covered the nature of communication, it's dark time we enter into the scene of perspectives. Communication influences and at the same time is influenced by identity and culture. In taking on a more critical view of communication, we go past the notion that identity and culture are just outcomes that use it. Instead, both are social processes that continuously shape and simultaneously get shaped by it. A concrete manifestation of this is actually reflected in its history. Take orality and literacy. Orality or spoken culture used to be our natural state. With no knowledge of writing, we passed on and retained information through folklore, myths, storytelling, and repetition. Our language system significantly influenced society. Similarly, society influenced the way we communicate as well. Literacy or written culture was first observed in forms of keeping records in clay tablets. It arose with the development of agriculture. Then, there was a need for a better system of record keeping. And because of this need, a shift had been made in communication. Later on, more needs would arise, giving way to more inventions such as the printing press, telegrams, telephones, so on and so forth. Now, let's talk communication and identity. The four frames, personal, enacted, relational, and communal, all covering what their name suggests, all arise in communication with others. Ourselves are constructed rather than innate. They're formed through interactions. It is fluid, shifting, and multiple, political as well as personal. Proof of this is how our self-concept differs from how others perceive us. This discrepancy is called identity gap. There is also the notion that identity as a form of social construction is a shared or collective quality. A reflection of this would be common practices and behaviors observed in those belonging to the same culture. Speaking of, 
very smooth transition over here. Communication is shaped by values and beliefs, the same way that culture is enacted via communication. Communication between people coming from different cultural backgrounds in work or social settings is called intercultural communication and generally falls under two categories, high and low context cultures. HC relies heavily on context. It is indirect since it assumes people are already familiar with each other and can thus rely on nonverbal and implied cues. Its manifestations are close family ties, food with time concept, communal spaces, and centralized social structures. LC, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. It is explicit. Information is spelled out to avoid confusion. It relies more on verbal messages and manifests informal ties, strong sense of individuality, and a decentralized social structure. Schedules here are also defined and personal spaces valued. Another interesting thing is how unique Filipino communicative behavior is. We reflect both Western and Asian cultures thanks to centuries of colonization and our trait of staying true to our roots still. This mix has resulted in mindsets exclusive to us Filipinos like pagpapahiwatig, a further manifestation of communication shaping culture. Now for the last part of this app's discussion, we'll talk about how we primarily create and propagate information in today's world. Modern communication through media convergence. In the past, only the rich and powerful were able to reach a large audience amidst vast distances. Now there's virtually no monopoly over communication thanks to developments in the media industry. A functionalist perspective of this lauds media as it serves as a venue for entertainment, socialization, community building, and advertising while a conflict perspective criticizes it for creating divisions, gatekeeping, underrepresenting, and stereotyping. To emphasize the seriousness of media obligation more than in issues of representation, take communications function as rhetoric. As far as the concept of persuasion is concerned, its aim is to make appeals, logical, ethical, emotional. But it is more concerned with compelling its audience than it is of the truth, and with it taking on the form of digital rhetoric, Policies must be put in place in order to regularize information and miss, or worse, this information. Media has changed the way we communicate. If not managed, it could very well be a double-edged sword. There is no middle ground. Either it serves to uphold or work against the status quo. If there is one thing constant in communication, it's that it has always been and remains to be political. And would you look at that? I guess that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in for next week's episode. This has been Nikipedia. It's like Wikipedia, but instead it's just me. <laughs>